so I thought I would try to record this. Um, I got this book here. Um, I ordered it a while back, and I haven't even read through hardly any of it. Any of it I read through, I think, like one or two stories. Um, but this was the one about the flood. It's uh, called. Uh, I gotta look to read it. Sorry, Jewish fairy tales and legends. A delightful collection of 25 classic stories for Jewish children. Aunt Naomi Gertrude Landa is what it says. Uh, so, um, I'll just read the back of it, I guess. The tradition of Jewish folklore brims with vivid stories that both entertain and teach. In 1919, Aunt Naomi, in Gertrude, Gertrude Landa, wrote Jewish fairy tales and legends, a book of 25 fairy tales based on stories of the Jewish interpretations of the Bible. While some of the themes are f familiar from contemporary fairy tales and folklore, other stories in this collection are infused with the inimitability, Jew Jewish struggle for survival and dignity. I don't know if I said that word right. All are flavored with a large helping of gentle humor. Jewish fairy tales and legends tells of the boyish exploits of Abraham, Moses, and David, but also includes stories of Hig higgledy-piggledy palaces, beggar kings, quarreling cats and dogs, water babes, bo bogeymen, magic red slippers, and Talmudic Sinbad, Alexander the Great, and even the story of a star child. Aunt Naomi strove to create a collection of Jewish delights that boys and girls should add to their treasures of Jewish fairy lore and child romance. In this, the succeeded Jewish fairy tales and legends not only preserve a cultural history, but also is richly entertaining. So when I bought this, for some reason, I feel like I vaguely remember there was a second one, but I don't know if that's true. Um, I'd, I would have to look again uh, at some point, but anyways, so this is, I'll probably do these out of order, just whichever one interests me, I guess, I don't even know if I'll do all of them, uh, because there's quite a few in there, if you see that, I don't know how many there are, maybe like, oh wait, I said 20, sorry, I already said that, said that on the front, um, so I always read this one, because I remember reading this one, and I thought it was interesting, this is the giant of the, the giant of the flood, just before the world was drowned, all the animals gathered in front of the ark, and F Father Noah carefully inspected them. All ye that lie down shall enter and be saved from the deluge that is about to destroy the world, he said, yet that stand cannot enter. Then the various creatures began to march forward into the ark. Father Noah watched them closely. He seemed troubled. I wonder, he said to himself, how I shall obtain a unicorn and how I shall get it into the ark. I can bring three, I can bring thee a unicorn, Father Noah, he heard in a voice of thunder and turning round, he saw the giant Og. But thou must agree to save me too from the flood. Be gone, cried Noah. Thou art a demon, not a human being. I can have no dealings with thee. Pity me, whined the giant. See how my figure is shrinking? Once I was so tall that I could drink water from the clouds and toast fish at the sun. I fear not that I shall be drowned, but that all the flood will be destroyed and that I shall perish of hunger. Noah, however, only smiled. But he grew serious again when Og brought him a unicorn. It was as big as a mountain, although the giant said it was the smallest he could find. It lay down in front of the ark, and Noah saw by that action that he must save it. 
For some time he was puzzled what to do, but at last a bright idea struck him. He attached the huge beast to the ark by a rope fastened to its horn so that it could swim alongside and be fed. Og seated himself on a mountain near at hand and watched the rain pouring down. Faster and faster it fell in torrents until the rivers overflowed and the waters began to rise rapidly on the land and sweep all things away. Father Noah stood gloomily before the door of the ark until the water reached his neck. Then it swept him inside. The door closed with a bang, and the ark rose gallantly on the flood and began to move along. The unicorn swam alongside, and as it passed, Og, the giant, jumped onto its back. See, Father Noah, he cried with a huge chuckle, you will have to save me after all. I will snatch all the food you put through the window for the unicorn. Noah saw that it was useless to argue with Og, who might, indeed, sink the ark with his tremendous strength. I will make a bargain with thee, he shouted from a window. I will feed thee, but thou must promise to be a servant to my descendants. Og was very hungry, so he accepted the conditions and devoured his first breakfast. The rain continued to fall in great big sheets that shut out the light of day. Inside the ark, however, all that was bright and cheerful, for Noah had collected the most precious of the stones of the earth that had and had used them for the windows, their radiance illuminated the whole of the three stories in the ark. Some of the animals were troublesome, and Noah got no sleep at all. The lion had a bad attack of fever. In a corner, a bird slept the whole of the time. This was the phoenix. Wake up, said Noah one day. It's feeding time. Thank you, returned the bird. I saw thou wert busy, Father Noah, so I would not trouble thee. Thou art a good bird, said Noah, much touched. Therefore sh thou shalt never die. One day the rain ceased. The clouds rolled away and the sun shone brilli brilliantly again. How strange the world looked. It was like a vast ocean. Nothing but water could be seen anywhere. And only one or two of the highest mountaintops peeped above the flood. All the world was drowned, and Noah gazed on the desolate scene from one of the windows with tears in his eyes. Og, riding ga gaily on the unicorn behind the ark, was quite happy. Ha ha, he laughed gleefully. I shall be able to eat and drink just as much as I like now, and shall never be troubled by those tiny little creatures, the mortals. Be not so sure, said Noah. Those tiny mortals shall be thy masters, and shall outlive thee and the whole race of giants and demons. The giant did not relish this prospect. He knew that whatever Noah prophesied would come true, and he was so sad that he ate no food for two days and began to grow smaller and thinner. He became more and more unhappy as day by day the water subsided and the mountains began to appear. At last the ark rested on Mount Ararat, and Og's long ride came to an end. I will soon leave thee, Father Noah, he said. I shall wander around the world to see what is left of it. Thou canst not go until I permit thee, said Noah. Hast thou forgotten our compact so soon? Thou must be my servant. I have work for thee. Giants are not fond of work, and Og, who was the father of all the giants, was particularly lazy. He cared only to eat and sleep, but he knew he was in Noah's power, and he shed bitter tears when he saw the land appear again. Stop, commanded Noah. Dost thou wish to drown the world once more with thy big tears? So Og sat on a mountain and rocked from side to side, weeping silently to himself. He watched the animals leave the ark and had to do all the hard work when Noah's children built houses. 
Daily he complained that he was shrinking to the size of the mortals, for Noah said there was not too much food. One day Noah said to him, Come with me, Og. I am going round the world. I am commanded to plant fruit and flowers to make the earth beautiful. I need thy help. For many days they wandered all over the earth, and Og was compelled to carry the heavy bag of seeds. The last thing Noah planted was the grapevine. What is this, food or drink? asked Og. Both, replied Noah. It can be eaten, or its juice made into wine. And as he planted it, he blessed the grape. Be thou, he said, a plant pleasing to the eye. Bear fruit that will be food for the hungry and health-giving drink to the thirsty and sick. Og grunted. I will offer up sacrifice to this wonderful fruit, he said. May I not do so now that our labors are over? Noah agreed, and the giant brought a sheep, a lion, a pig, and a monkey. First he slaughtered the sheep, then the lion. When a man shall taste but a few drops of the wine, he said, he shall be as harmless as a sheep. When he takes a little more, he shall be as strong as a lion. Then Og began to dance around the plant, and he killed the pig and the monkey. Noah was very much surprised. I am giving thy descendants two extra blessings, said Og, chuckling. He rolled over and over on the ground in great glee and then said, When a man shall drink too much of the juice of the wine, then he shall become a beast like a pig. And if then he shall continue to drink, he shall behave foolishly like a monkey. And that is why, unto this day, too much wine makes a man silly. Og himself often drank too much, and many years afterward, when he was a servant to the patriarch Abraham, the latter scolded him until he became so frightened that he dropped a tooth. Abraham made an ivory chair for himself from his, this tooth. Afterwards, Og became king of Bashan. But he forgot his compact with Noah, and instead of helping the Israelites to obtain Canaan, he opposed them. I will kill them all with one blow, he declared. Exerting all his enormous strength, he uprooted a mountain, and raising it high above his head, he prepared to drop it on the camp of the Israelites and crush it. But a wonderful thing happened. The mountain was full of grasshoppers and ants who had bored millions of tiny holes in it. When King Og raised the great mass, it crumbled in his hands and fell over his head and round his neck like a collar, and he tried to pull it off, but his teeth became entangled in the mass. As he danced about in rage and pain, Moses, the leader of the Israelites, approached him. Moses was a tiny man compared with Og. He was only ten ells high, and he carried him and he carried with him a sword of the same length. With a mighty effort, he jumped ten ells into the air, and raising the sword, he managed to strike the giant on the ankle and wound him mortally. Thus, after many years, did the terrible giant of the flood perish for breaking his word to Father Noah.